This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Bonsoir, ladies and uh, gentlemen, and welcome to another digital citizen. Uh, that's the only French I know. Bonsoir, Luc. Ah, bonsoir. Oui, oui. Uh-huh. Oui, oui. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir? Yes. French. Yes. Yes. Uh, why am I speaking French, Luc? Escargot. Escargots. Um, I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, because there's a lot of people in France listening to us probably right now. Mm-hmm. Hello, everybody. Bonsoir. That's the only thing we know. Bonsoir. <laughs> mm-hmm. Garçon, mademoiselle. I'm guessing a lot mm-hmm. of people in France probably speak English, and that's why they're able to listen to us, so I'm guessing they can understand <laughs> us, so we don't need to speak French, is my guess. But yes, we noticed the last few months we've gotten a pretty big listenership base growing in France, uh, so we just wanted to say hi. Hi, everybody. Yeah. Hi. Welcome to another digital citizen. This is episode 183, that means that we have done 182 episodes and then is recording number 183. Someone asked me uh, in all seriousness that uh, if we were doing this live or not, and I'm, I'm kind of like, yes, it is live, but it isn't live. <laughs> like, yes, we are recording it live, but is it live? No, it's not live. <laughs> I mean, we don't go to Twitch and do do a live stream on Twitch or anything like that. If that was the question, I guess. Uh-huh. But we do it live, so I don't think. Well, it's live for us, but I don't think that counts as live, bro. <laughs> we are live. Are you feeling alive? I mean, I, would you do a live? Sh- I might do like a live show, but I don't think I'd want to do a live show every single week. That would be super stressful for me. No. 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 Maybe a um, three-year anniversary we will do. I don't know. I don't... Uh, I, if we just set up a Twitch account just for that, I don't think anybody would show up for just one show randomly, like, out of nowhere. But maybe. Hmm. Yeah, we have had our three-year anniversary. I was like, maybe it's fourth. Oh, year. right. You're right. You are correct. It is four-year. <laughs> <laughs> is it three or four? It's four, right? It's gotta be, yeah. Is it? No, it's 52. 
We started in 2015, and it's 2019. So it will be the fourth year, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Dead air, bro. Come on. Oh, it feels so long. <laughs> I was sure we want to do this. I was sure. No, I'm I'm kind of kidding. Um, how's your week been? I'm pretty good. I mean, me and you yeah. hung out uh, Friday, watched NXT, and we watched WrestleMania on Sunday with a bunch of people on both days. We'll talk about that later in the show when we do the WrestleMania review or results, I guess, at, at towards the end of the show. Um, yeah. That was fun. I mean, WrestleMania was really long, but it felt like it kind of mm-hmm. flew by to me. Oh, yeah. No, it was a fun fun weekend. Shit week, a good weekend. Uh, Felicia, the Hoffman and all other people pleads guilty and speaks about college admission scandal for the first time. She said, my desire to help my daughter is no excuse to break the law or engage in dishonestly. So, Are we doing random news now? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dalai Lama's in the hospital. Aww. Yeah. But don't feel too bad for him. He's going to get reincarnated, remember, Fro? So <laughs> not really a problem for them when you think about it. <laughs> I, I, I was, uh, I was uh, kind of in, enjoying uh, um, a little like, time off uh, internet, and I, I read uh, Angels and Demons again. By Dan Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my favorite Dan Brown book. I'm I'm not a big fan of the the, the Da Vinci Code, but uh, Angels and Demons I I really enjoy. Shit, maybe good book. And uh, and it's kind of uh, like also thinking of that that uh, when the Pope dies, it's not really a problem. They just elect a new person to. Speak for them for for God. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, there's yeah. no, but it's not the same uh, as far as reincarnation. But yes, I guess that's true. The Mormons does it as well. Not the pipe stuff, though. But uh, it's uh, yeah. We're going to talk about the Mormons a little later. And uh, in what I think is kind of strange news. But uh, anyway, talking about uh, heavenly things, you have uh, gotten something very heavenly in your hand, don't you? I don't know yet. It could be great. It could be awful. We really don't know yet. But I've got um, something we saw on the WrestleMania broadcast. Yeah. And it was? Orange Vanilla Coca-Cola. That's right. And uh, you don't like vanilla Coca-Cola, just to say that first. Well, I'm a Pepsi guy. Yeah. Number one. Number one, Pepsi guy, not Coke. (laughs) And usually Pepsi Max. And, like, I don't, I hate Diet Coke, but if I'm going to have Coke, it's not going to be regular Coke. It'll be Coke Zero. And I actually, Mm -hmm. they have the orange vanilla Coke Zero, but this is out this week, like brand new. So I was unable to find the Zero version. I mean, the only way I could even find this was in a 12-pack, which is not unusual. I've had to do this before when we've done a soda review, like, the week it came out. Uh, I think the first thing they release is the 12-packs, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So that's how I got it. I got a 12-ounce can here of this orange vanilla 
cola. Um, I've never been a huge fan of vanilla colas, but I am kind of yeah, a fan either. of orange cream sodas. I don't know if you've ever had yeah. like an orange cream, oh, yeah. cream sickle yeah. kind of tasting soda. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm expecting that kind of flavor mixed in with Coke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's try this out. I'm going to open it up. Got Ooh, a, nice. I got a glass because that was really pleasing last time uh, we did that on the podcast. Yeah. Mm, listen to that. Okay. Let's try what this out. What does it smell like? Oh, yeah. Smell. Oh. Smell. It definitely, the first smell I get is orange, like orange scent. Oh. Very creamsicle-like. I'm getting like a creamsicle flavor, like if you were to have a creamsicle kind of uh, yeah. ice cream bar. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely the vanilla in there. I'm not smelling any Coke, but definitely carbonated. I'm hearing a lot of carbonation. Let's try this out. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Look, takes a sip. Yum, I should, yum. I should mention this is the first new Coca-Cola flavor in 15 years, Fro, believe it or not. Wow. Okay, I'm trying it here. Very mm-hmm. light, very carbonated. Um, what do you mean by light? Very, like yeah, yeah, like light wa- watery, taste? watery, not syrupy. Okay. Uh, as far as a soda, it's like on the more watery side, not the syrupy side. Mm-hmm. Um, more vanilla y than orange. I'm getting a lot more vanilla than orange flavor. I'm gonna try it out of the can. Mm. And see if it tastes any different. Mm. Mm, I mean, it, there's a lot more bubbles in the can because when you pour it, it some of the carbonation right. gets lost. Um, right. Man, the orange flavor is not really hitting. Like, you get a little bit of it, but it's very, 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 very light orange flavor. Mostly Coke, vanilla Coke with like a slight orange okay. hint is all I'm tasting here. Uh, would you say that the orange hint helps it, or does it make you mad that there's no more orange in it? Hi, Felix. Um, <laughs> I I feel like there could be more orange, but then there's something about like the light, the not syrupy uh, feel of the soda that it doesn't feel like a regular Coke uh, does. Mm, really. Yeah, it's um, oh. more like sparkling water with like a Coca-Cola orangey vanilla flavor. Um, that's that's strange. It's pretty like it's all right, but it, it's not something I would drink every day. But I could see this being good as a mixed drink again, like with a rum and coke. But it would be like an orange mm. vanilla rum and coke. Um, mm. Yeah, I think it'd probably be better as that. I, I mean, I'm going to keep drinking this during this show, so I'm not going to I'm not gonna say it's horrible. Definitely not below five as far as an out of ten scale, so I wouldn't call it mm. terrible, but I wouldn't call it great. I'm going to give it a 6.5, I guess. 6.5. Uh, would you rather drink this or a Pepsi Max Lemon? I d- I've never had a Pepsi Max Lemon, so... Oh no! What 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 is it uh, you tried last time? Who's the last uh, soda I tried? Um, was something 
uh, in the Pepsi realm, wasn't it? No, the last thing we tried was during Christmas, all the way back in December. No, 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 no. It was after that. You had a solar review not that long time ago. Uh, it was in the commercial for Super Bowl, remember? No, I don't remember this at all. You have to it jog my right, right after the Super Bowl, a Sprite a Cranberry. That was Christmas, yes. <laughs> Okay. And Christmas, believe it or not, for a December was not that long ago. Only a couple, mm -hmm. the, only three months ago, really, when you think about it. So. Yeah. True. But yes, Christmas Sprite Cranberry was the last one. Um, I, I mean, it, it was because we saw it at the Super Bowl, wasn't it? No, uh, that was because the meme. Remember, Sprite Cranberry oh. meme that came out with a. Some uh, basketball player, and that's wh where we saw it, or at least where I saw it first. Oh. Uh, and it was a Christmas commercial. Remember the basketball player had the mm, Christmas yes. hat on, and there was the whole house filled with the Christmas tree and everything? Yeah. Um, I think people who would like Coca-Cola would probably like this better than me, so they'd probably give it a better score if they were a Coke, Coca-Cola instead of a Pepsi person, but I'll keep drinking it. I like it. Hmm. Cool. Well, uh, since those bubbles is bubbling, let's bubble over to the news. <laughs> All right. So, so good transition. That was amazing. <laughs> best, tra <laughs> best transition ever. <laughs> uh, let's bubble over to England. Uh, there's a guy called uh, Julian Sarge uh, that is still in the Ecuador embassy of uh, London. Uh, and Ecuador denies it will imply impel uh, Assange uh, from the immediately uh, appell, uh, expel uh, for Assange from the embassy because there was some rumors going on that he would be kicked out. Right. Uh, Ecuador said late Friday that it rejected reports uh, from WikiLeaks that. Uh, they would be Im imminently expelling the WikiLeaks founder. Uh, Assange was prepared for an expulsion from the building, as a, a British friend said Tuesday after Ecuador's president said he repeatedly violated uh, uh, terms of asylum. Um, they've come out and said that they had no plans of doing it, but even uh, the... Br uh, the, uh, the British authorities thought that they took this seriously because, um, uh, was it Friday? Yeah, Friday when I sent it to you, uh, there were actually British police waiting outside the Ecuadorian embassy for him to get kicked out because the rumor was that it was going to be within hours, if not uh, within days. So the British police were definitely ready to arrest him and then... Uh, Ecuador says they 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 have no plans to expel him at least right now. What do you think of that, Fro? I think it's very 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 strange news because uh, it's it's been rumored for so long, and you know what I say: there's no smoke without fire. So this isn't the first time we heard about this, and. Um, uh, do I think they are being pressured into it by uh, the American government? Yes. 
do I think they will yield? Uh, it would look very, very, very bad upon them if they yield down uh, for pressure. So I guess not. Uh, I don't. I, I really don't know. Do you think they will uh, do it sooner than later? Um, it's hard to say. I mean, there's pressure from both sides. Uh, the UN uh, has came out. I think it was the war crimes people came out and said they they were against it. So even the UN came out and said to Ecuador, "Hey, don't do this. This would be a vo violation of his rights because he's going to get sent to America and basically be put on a m a mock trial and probably uh, sent to jail forever, if not executed for." basically doing journalism because that's what he did is journalism and that's what he's in trouble for mm. apparently uh so yeah even the un is against them you know, kicking him out of the embassy but it's also been said that him being in the embassy his health is like slowly deteriorating so it's it's a catch-22 because i don't want him to stay in there because he's gonna die in there because He's been in there for years and years. He can't get. He can't even go outside, like onto the balcony. He has to stay inside this little tiny building, uh, and that's going to make anybody their mental and physical health deteriorate. Uh, so I don't want him to stay in there. But at the same time, if they kick him out and he gets extradited, that's even worse. So it's a bit of a catch twenty two right now. Uh, he needs somewhere else to go. Is what it really comes down to. Yeah, I wish he could, he could stay here with me. Yeah, Norway. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the government said no. Because we are motherfuckers. Uh, I fucking hate the Norwegian government sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you probably just don't want to get involved. Because yeah. you would be basically getting in the way of some very huge uh, world political powers, including the U.S. and... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, we are we are looking the USS uh, USS uh, ass to be honest. Uh, we are so independent of you guys that it's not even funny. I mean, who do you think we sell all all our oil to? It's you guys, right? Not for long. Remember we talking about like uh, we were talking about Venezuela and you were like. Is Donald Trump going to invade Norway next? Well, if you're not yeah. selling them your oil, it's possible. But uh, let's see. Is this from Bloomberg? Norway is walking away from billions of barrels of oil. Oh, my gosh. You're not going to be selling us your oil anymore. Mm, good. Uh, you want to go into this? Yeah, Western Union's uh, Europe's biggest petroleum producer is falling out of love with oil. Ha-ha. Uh -huh. To the dismay of uh, the nation's powerful oil industry and its worker unions, the opposition Labour Party over the weekend decided to withdraw its support for oil exploitations offshore of the sensitive Lofoten Island in the Nordic uh, Norway's Arctic, creating a solid majority in the parliament to keep the area off limits for drilling. Hallelujah! This is very good news. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, the dramatic shift by the Norway's biggest party is significant uh, blow to the support of the oil industry as enjoyed, uh, and could signal uh, the, the Scandinavian nation coming closer to its end of an era that made it one of the most affluent. So uh, we have uh, uh, that uh, oil and gas is more than uh, half of Norway's export. So 53.4 is oil and gas. And other 45.8 is mainline export and a 0.8 is ships uh, and oil platforms. So that obviously can go right in there with the oil and gas, I guess. So Really? Yeah. So... Uh, oil companies led by the state-controlled Equilon Node, ISR, its biggest Norway producer, have said that gained access uh, to Lofoten is key if the countries want to maintain the production, as resources have uh, uh, been uh, depleted. Uh, estimations such, uh, suggest that uh, 1 uh, billion to 3 billion barrels could be hiding uh, up there, but uh, it's also considered a natural wonder. So that's the that's the problem with drilling up there, is uh, uh, the environmental factor of it. Uh, the whole industry is surprised and disappointed," said Carl Erik Schott-Pedersen, head of Norwegian Oil and Gas uh, Association. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, if it doesn't provide the probability, we depend on. So. Yeah, I guess so. What is predictability? We depend on. Like, what does that mean? Well, it 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 means more or less that uh, we we in Norway have said that we want to be free of ga of oil by twenty thirty or something. Mm hmm. Uh, I don't remember, but but it's it's it, it's very it's very strange to to see the big party of Norway doing this, and it's a very good news as well. Uh, it's especially uh, uh, good to see it because uh, the leader uh, had been so clear in his choice to uh, say to. Uh, uh, the people that were voting on this leadership meeting that he wanted to go into to Lofoten and Vesterol to look for for oil. So it's very good to see that uh, people are not just being whipped uh, by the, uh, the leader of the party. Right, just don't let Donald Trump find out because he'll go. What they they're not willing to go get the oil. Well, we will get the oil for them <laughs> using our military. Yeah, maybe we can do as Australia is doing: start searching for oil wins with uh, and uh, like small little like drones instead. I don't that think... would be fun. Drone, <sighs> drone, drone barreling. Drone. I I don't think they're using that. Well, maybe they are. I, actually, you're probably right. I bet they do use drones to do some kind of like uh, land uh, to check land to see if it is has potential. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. 
But uh, what about the uh, Google Wing uh, drone delivers get real light in Australia? What is this about? Google's autonomous drone project has taken crucial steps uh, forward, but there is still some distance to go, it says here, uh, Sky News. A drone delivery from f firm owned by Google's parent company Alphabet has been given the green light to take over the skies above Australia. Wing, a project known uh, as the project is known, is an autonomous delivery drone which aims to reduce traffic congestion in cities. Uh, increase access in, to goods in rural areas and help ease CO2 emissions. It has been trialing deliveries for the last 18 months in both 18 months in both the U.S. and Australia, uh, but has now been approved for ongoing commercial delivery by the uh, Australian Civil Aviation Safety Authority. Mm -hmm. It made roughly three. Th thousand deliveries over the period while it was being inspected by the CASA with the regulators keen to see if the dr drones posed any risk to the public. I bet they have yeah. more risk to birds than they are to the public. <laughs> uh, according to Wing, uh, during the trial period, uh, the drones were used to deliver food, drink, over-the-counter chemist items, and locally made coffee and chocolate. So... I'm surprised pizza wasn't on that list, but maybe pizza would be a little harder to drone deliver. I don't know. I I I so want this to be a thing. <laughs> I, it would be interesting, uh, especially if. Well, I feel like this was uh, in a TV show I saw at some point. Wasn't this an X Files episode? Like in the last season of X-Files where there was the drones that were chasing her around? Oh, that's right, yes. All right. Yes. So that could also happen in this scenario, so... We, we will talk about things that TV has predicted a little later. A little teaser there. Yeah, that's true, but, I guess. Do you want to talk about the Mormons? Uh, yeah, I'll go into it. And uh, Mormons ease opposition to same-sex couples and their kids. The Church of... Weren't we not supposed to call them Mormons anymore? Didn't we cover that? The Associated Press is not listening, apparently. Church of Latter-day Saints on Thursday repealed rules that banned baptisms for children of gay parents and that labeled same-sex couple couples as sinners uh, and eligible for expulsion. Mm -hmm. uh, this is marking a reversal of the policies condemned as jarring detours from uh, pushed by the faith to be more compassionate, be more compassionate about LGBTQ issues. Uh, church uh, LGBTQ church members and groups that support them expressed relief about what they called an important step forward for the faith. However, they also said they were angry about the harm. The 2015 policies had caused and the lack of an apology by church leaders since then. I can't wait to talk about the truth behind this because I have never seen a more bullshit thing in my entire life. And I will tell you why. Uh, you know why they're doing this, right? It's not out of compassion. It's not out of any other thing than wanting to be more hip and more 
in um, what you call it in 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 good light with uh, atheist communities and things like that. Uh, in the last year, uh, the Mormons. Uh, have sinked their membership tolls in in countries that has been uh, uh, o- more open for gay and lesbians like Norway, Sweden, Denmark had a big big surge some years ago. Someone called it the big Mormon uh, a a couple uh, of of Scandinavia and. All they are doing this for is to be pleasing in all, in in people's eyes. Don't fucking believe this, people. It's it's not a very it's not very. They still they still think it's a sinful thing. They still think it's uh, uh, it's not right to be gay. This is not a a good thing it's to trick people to get involved with the mormons and the mormons have one of the biggest uh agency to do this because they guess what they are one of the biggest owners of of camps where people send get their gay and and lesbian daughters and sons to to change uh, their 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 sexuality there's one of the biggest owners of that in the whole fucking world are the Mormons. So this is just opening it, uh, uh, up so more people can be uh, be members of a fucking disgusting cult. Sure, but it's a good move. I mean, it it's only no, been around. It's only well. I mean, to a degree, you got to give them something here. If if they oh. hadn't have done it, <laughs> that would be it. Wouldn't it be a? Uh, it wouldn't be good either, right? No, it, uh, but but with all, and it's only this think... all, this policy has only been around since 2015. So even right mm-hmm. here, uh, a mother. This is a mother of a gay Mormon. Uh, we saw the church correct a, a mistake in record time. Usually these things take them uh, maybe a hundred years or more. So, but the Mormons have never been uh, the the change in two thousand and fifteen wasn't really about that. Uh, it, 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 uh, Actually, it was. I can read you the thing right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, the rules approved by global church leaders in 2015 prohibited baptisms for children living with gay parents until the children turned right. 18 and disavowed same-sex relationships. But it always has been against same-sex relationships. It's only the thing that was changed was uh, in 2015. Because I was a member before 2015, and I remember t- telling my bishop I was bisexual. And I was kicked out of the the church faster than you can say Latter-day Saints. So trust me, they are not that fucking open to gay and lesbians. Oh no, I didn't say that. I'm just saying... Publicity uh, stunt. It's a publicity stunt. Sure. But you gotta give them something because they did do it. Eh. Right? They did it. 
So they could have not done it. And in that sense, I give them credit for at least doing it. Is it a publicity okay. stunt? Are there still people at the top that think gay people are terrible? Probably, but at least they did it. So I'll give them that. Talking about uh, things that are out of touch, uh, Joe Biden jokes about touching allegations at first public event, leading to criticism. I wonder why. Uh, at his first public event since uh, the host of a woman, uh, a host of women uh, accused him of inappropriate touching. Former Vice President John Biden cracked two jokes about the allegations, leading to a second round of criticism, including uh, the at least from his uh, accusers. All right, you want to just go right in and listen to the video. Yeah, let's uh, go into the video. Because and yeah, and then we'll go back and we'll talk a little bit more about it. Oh, I hit the wrong thing. There we go. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, this was at a speech he gave, I guess. Um. I'm trying to see. Uh. Yeah, it's about a minute and a half long. So go ahead and give me a countdown when you're ready, there, for. Yep. Yeah, in three, two, one. Go. I just want you to know I had permission to hug Lonnie. Oh, because he hugged someone. And now he, they're showing him hug this guy? I don't know, man. Yeah. That was the part that really got me. I don't know, man. Basically. By the way, he gave me permission to touch him. Oh, it's so out of touch. Say, I, I wasn't joking. The president of the union put his arms around me. Well, that's how it's always been in me a long time. You know, uh, that's how people react. That was you joking about it. You don't think that was a joke? I made anyone feel comfortable. No. I feel badly about that. It was never my intention. Ever. 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 I'm sorry I didn't understand that. I'm not sorry for any of my intentions. I'm not sorry for anything that I have ever done. I've never been. That's not an apology, Biden. <laughs> That's like when you're a little kid and you don't apologize and the parent or teacher has to go, no, that's not a real apology. You need to say you're sorry and mean it. You know what I mean? Otherwise, you're going to have to go back to time out. Well, Joe, you got to go back to time out because that wasn't a real apology, bro. <sighs> right. He did so out of touch. He came out with a, a, a video, like a cell phone video. I think he was on Twitter. And it was yeah, shot of yeah of him yeah. giving an apology that again was an was not an apology he never apologized in it, and of course it was a uh, portrait instead of landscape because he's like a thousand yeah. years old. Um, mm -hmm. That's the thing that bothered yeah. me the most is that he decided to shoot it in portrait instead of landscape, <laughs> and then sent it to like an MSNBC, and they're playing it in freaking portrait. Annoying. Yeah. All right, but last Let's, week we talked about this. It was up. Now it's up to over. Uh, I, this article says seven, but it's probably going to be more than that. Is what I'm. Uh, yeah. Women that have accused him of something like this, um, and then uh, it, they're still saying he's considering a run for twenty twenty bid for president, even after no. all of this. And no. yesterday I saw a poll came out that even had him still above Bernie Sanders in. Uh, How sad is that? Well, number one, it's clearly that's not a real poll because that can't possibly be legitimate. Um, 
considering what's everything that's happened in, in the last week and the fact that this is a poll about uh, presidential candidates, uh, potential presidential candidates, and like they're polling it. Why is Joe Biden even on the poll with all these people who have announced their candidacy when he has not announced the candidacy? He shouldn't be in the poll to begin with. You see what I'm saying? So uh, until he announces a candidacy, but I, it's looking more and more like uh, this might have all this might be uh, have been a way for him he saw this and he used it as a way to like he knew this was going to be a problem for his candidacy anyways so he waited for somebody to to say it and now he's kind of trying to detract from it and wait he's going to wait long enough for this to blow over and then he's going to announce his candidacy that's my guess because he knew somebody was going to come out and say something like this uh so i think he's he's using it as a way to get past this problem he knew he was going to have so and a, a Republicans are not going to use it against him if he wins the bid in twenty twenty. You think? <laughs> right. They will. There will be. Uh, there already are uh, ads out there uh, with him doing these kind of creepy things. So, of course it is. Somebody else that said sorry this week is a Polish priest, and he apologizes for Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> what is his name? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> what did you say, Harry Better? Harry Better. <laughs> Harry Better. <laughs> Harry. <laughs> Harry Potter. Uh, I don't know where that came from. Harry Better. Yes. All right. Uh, priest. Uh, Polish priest apologizes for Harry Potter book burning. Uh, the priest in northern Poland led a public burning of books that included Harry Potter titles and other evil items permissioners wanted destroyed. Uh, Father Raphael, wow, Harosowicz called uh, the burning of objects thought to be connected to magic and the occult and deemed by their owners to be evil forces uh, and unfortunate. Uh, oh, he called the burning unfortunate images from the burning last Sunday at the Catholic parish of Lady Mother of the Church uh, and St. Catharines of Sweden were originally posted to Facebook, a foundation that uses unconventional means to carry out religious work in Poland, SMS uh, Zinibia, uh, that's the Facebook page they were posted Mm -hmm. on. Uh, Translated to SMS from heaven. Here's a quote from the priest. If anyone took my actions this way, I would like to apologize, he wrote, uh, adding that he had removed the photos from of the public burning so that it does not generate more emotions. Uh, I'm very sorry once again, he said. Mm. In the picture, flames assumed the African wooden mask, a small Buddhist figure, figurines of elephants, Books of Personality and Magic and Children's Novels by J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter series. I mean... Why are elephants evil? (laughs) (laughs) You know, India. Is that it? What? And actually, Mm -hmm. if you look at the book pile there, Fro, you see that pink book in the top right-hand corner? Yes. Who's that? Yes. Who's that? I don't know. Osho. (laughs) Oh, Osho. It's upside down, but it's Osho. It's a book yeah. from Osho, yeah. Oh, see, he's b- burning a podcast as well. Another digital citizen, wow. 
<clears throat> yeah, there's an iPod in there, just like hanging out. <laughs> he, he thought it. He thought uh, burning CDs meant like burning CDs, <laughs> like literally. Uh, can we talk about a very stupid secret uh, secret agent? Oh right. Okay, so the beginning of the story. Uh, uh, a woman uh, was arrested. Chinese woman arrested uh, late last month after attempting to gain entry into President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort uh, with mm -hmm. a, a USB drive infected with a malicious virus. Uh, malicious malware, okay? Uh, and then a U.S. Secret Service agent inserted said USB drive into his laptop after the hardware oh. was confiscated from the woman. <laughs> uh, How fucking stupid are you? <laughs> he te the agent testified in court Monday that he put the third drive in his own computer and began to install the files in a very out-of-ordinary way. He could quickly stopped his analysis of the drive, Miami, uh, Miami, Miami Herald reported. Uh, let's see. They searched Zhang's hotel room, the, the woman who had the USB drive. The law enforcement officers said they found signal detectors, discovered hidden cameras, and $8,000 in cash, nine USB drives, and five SIM cards. Uh, cybersecurity experts were critical of the agent's move, suggesting that the USB drive could have transferred a dangerous virus onto a government device. You don't say. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. Wow. Uh, yeah. Eric Keller, uh, Geller, a cybersecurity an analyst and reporter at Politico, tweeted, Very disturbing that a Secret Service agents aren't better trained than this. That's the thing that I was like, how does he not know? Like, they knew that there was malware on this, and he was like, dur, 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 put this in my laptop. Yay! <laughs> uh... So, do you know what I watched on YouTube this week? Or today, actually? No. I saw uh, the first ever black hole image. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, somebody I, I know uh, is very, very uh, busy uh, thinking about science and told me about this. Uh, and uh, I watched uh, the EU uh, YouTube channel. I did not know that was a thing before today, actually. But uh, uh, and they showed the first ever black hole image. Uh, what does it look like? It looks like the Eye of Siren from Lord of the Rings. A blurry eye of like if he was. Uh, out of focus, I guess, yeah. Yes, yes. That's exactly what it looks like. Astronomer has uh, taken first image of a black hole, which is located in a distant galaxy. That's why it's a little blurry. It's measured 4 billion kilometers across. 3 million times the uh, size of the Earth. And has been described by scientists as a monster. The black hole is 50 million trillion 
<laughs> kilometers away and has been f- uh, photographed by a network of eight telescopes across the world. Um, but this is of of course fake because the Earth is flat, says nobody. <laughs> well, some people do, but yeah. It, uh, you remember the fifth element, the bad guy yes. in the fifth element that in space. Yes. This is that I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think this is the bad uh, black entity in space in the fifth element. Yeah, I think it's uh, Sauron's eye. Maybe they're the same thing. Maybe they're the exact same thing, yeah. Uh, Um, I guess I'll just go into this last thing, just real mention, uh, because we're actually going to cover this next week. But, uh, uh, right, Barr. I want to say Bill Barr. Why do I want to say that? Well, Robert, Robert Mueller, uh report is going to be put out next week is what it's sounding like sometime between Monday and Tuesday Barr um, was testified on Monday and he said that Barr after receiving a full report uh, he gave two and a half days to prepare the summary and he says that it'll be out within the week so yeah we're going to have the redacted Mueller report out within the week so we'll definitely, as long as nothing weird happens, be covering that on the news next week. Nice. Do you like war? Uh, what is it good for? Absolutely good. Nothing. Oh. This is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Uh, earlier this week, I read something from my grandfather that no money people in the family have read. My grandfather would never talk about it. But in the 40s, during the war, he was shot down by a submarine and I was saved after a few weeks by American ships. He was taken to port and he gave a statement, an explanation of what happened. That was so traumatizing that he never talked about it. He never talked about it to my mother, not even my grandmother. So this must be very hard. When I read it, it was something new for me. I showed it to my uncle and my sister and brothers, and they were also like, wow. It was like a time capsule opened. A young man went to sea and was shot down. I don't even want to know. I, I cannot imagine the horror fiction, how, what he experienced out on the sea, not knowing that anyone going to come and help him. He was saved. And he met a young woman he married in New York. And my mother was born there in 1944. The horrors of war are still existing. But it's not that popular to talk about. Every time we hear a political candidate in the United States, we always heard a glorified story. I fight for my country. I took two terms in Afghanistan, one in Iraq, blah, 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 blah. And he's always talking about what happened to them and how glorified there is. But after a war, there are casualties. Those people you don't hear about, those people who go in, who live in, stroll in the streets, people who have so hard nightmares they can never talk about it. For many years, those people were on the streets of Norway too. We have now 70 years of freedom. But after we come to the war in Afghanistan, Norway also has to do their part because of NATO. 
One day at my job, I met a young man. A young man who was terrified. He saw things. He was, he was crying. And I had to hold him, talk to him, and calm him down. He said to me, they never told us this was going to happen. Why did they let, never stood up for us when we come home? I never heard about that. More and more people go into the wars, so I think there are more people like him out there. He talked to me, but there are many people who don't talk to me and don't talk about it all the way. And that's, those tragedies go, goes hard and it affects family and friends and everybody around them. They can do horrible things even if they don't want to. Tomorrow, I'm going to do a peace appeal here in the, in the city. We try to work now for the appeal around around Norwegian cities to get people to go on to support a nuclear ban to make the peace cities. But a lot of politicians don't dare to do it because they are afraid of NATO, afraid of this and afraid of that. We have to get the peace moment back. We are not we are in the rhetoric is escalating every day. We're building more and more piles of weapons. This have we done before, before the First World War, before the Second World War. I won't say that this is about Nazism, communism, whatever, but it's about big dick rhetorics that I talked about before. We need the new peace moment more than ever. We need l less casualties of war, and we need address the problems of war and not st and stop the fucking glorification of politician who goes two or three terms in war we shouldn't be in in the first place. This was Tron where Tron tells the truth. That was uh, Tron telling the truth about war. Uh, hey, do you want to hear some Eurovision news that is kind of weird? Okay. Madonna, you know Madonna? I've heard of her before. Yeah. Yes. She's going to play two songs at the Eurovision contest in Tel Aviv. The BBC says Madonna is to set two plays during the interval of the Eurovision Song Contest in Israel next month. The pop icon will reach more than 180 million viewers. And she has uh, taken the stage at Tel Aviv of the 18th of May. Her appearance was first announced by local promoters Live Nation Israel, who said the performance would be both historical and hysterical. Hysterical. So what there? <laughs> hysterical. What is going to be so hysterical. funny about it? That's my question. I don't know. Madonna press team confirmed uh, the news to the BBC, but the Eurovision organizer have not uh, have downplayed the story no final decision has been made or arrangement signed said the ebu in a statement to the bbc official news updates will come directly at uh, the eurovision channels in duke horse but um, I, of course this is just bs they have to say that because she hasn't signed anything but uh, like I told you when we, we were having a little break, this has been rumored for so fucking long. So I think nobody was uh, surprised by this at all. Um, she's going to play two new songs, it, it seems like. Two new so, songs? Okay. Yes. 
I would guess she'd do. Uh, my guess is she's going to do one new song and one old song. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah. I guess. Just. We'll see. I mean, generally in those kind of situations where you're only doing two songs and it's a live, they're going to want one that everybody knows uh, to start out with, and then they'll bring in the new song that nobody nobody's going to know the words to it or anything. You know what I mean? If it's a brand new song, right. so that's my guess. What else is going on with Eurovision this week? Uh, nothing news. We're we're there, but we have watched two videos this week from Serbuk uh, walking out from Armenia. What did you think about this Armenian song? I just wrote down nipple shirt <laughs> to describe this video. <laughs> Because this artist decided that she's going to wear a shirt that, like, had fake nipples on it. I don't know why. It was, like, it was a kind of normal-looking leather kind of rock star kind of outfit, but fake mm. fake nipples, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this was definitely, like, a feminist kind of um, anthem kind of song. It was... At least from the dance movements, it was her, and there's like all these guys surrounding her, and she's fighting them off. Like, mm-hmm. men are evil, and they need, like, she's Neo in the Matrix, and then men are uh, Mr. Smith or whatever his name is, right? Yeah. That's basically what the song was. Yeah. Uh, what did I give it? Um, I gave it a 3.5. I thought the song was pretty good. The production was, um, as far as like dance choreography it was well put together it was just kind of silly but yeah still all right i give it a 3.5 nothing special uh yeah no i i i think it's under par but it's very 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 close to be on par uh i give it a four out of ten uh it's not it's nothing very special about it it's it's i think it will qualify for the final um uh but uh, it's been such a weak year for Eurovision. I say that once again. So giving this a four out of ten is kind of like, yeah, okay, it's okay. <laughs> uh, then we have Austria, one of my favorites last year. Okay. Uh, what did you think about Austria? Uh, Panda with limits, by the way. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember this song. I just wrote down you for some reason, and I don't remember why I wrote down you. Did they say <laughs> you a lot in this song? What What was... Yeah. Rem- remind me, like, the staging of the song so I can remember. And now, uh, the staging of the song is, is her, uh, the girl with the blue hair, sitting, uh on the stage and we see like blue things. Oh, right. Blue hair. Right. Okay. Now I'm remembering it. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a love song. That's why it was called you is because she's talking about somebody else and she's saying, you did this, you did that, you whatever. Um, this was not a very good song. She's not a very good singer. I thought this was a music video. Was this a music video? Yeah. Okay. Not a live performance. So I gave this a 2.0, not a lot to go off of with this one, to be honest. No, it's so fucking boring, Luke. Probably why I forgot it completely. <laughs> it's so it's so like out uh, one ear in, in one eye uh, 
in one ear, out the uh, other ear. That's so, it's so, it's so, uh, it's so nothing. Uh, the one thing I saw from these two songs, it felt like they saw the Israel winner from last year and they went, we need to make a song kind of like that to try to win. But it's, it's not, it's not like they don't even have a dance. They don't like, she's sitting there with her fucking blue hair and, uh, uh, in a, in a black dress, uh, uh, and there in the background, there's blue things. It's so fucking boring. I gave it one out of ten look. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next year, we're going to do some lands. Because, oh, next week. Uh, Not next year. Next week. <laughs> yeah, well, 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 next year. We'll, I wish we'll it was next year. <laughs> Why do you wish it was next year? Uh, um. Because these songs are terrible. Let's be honest. This year has not been good. <laughs> Let's be completely honest and say yes. I totally agree. Uh, yeah, we're going to do some lands. I picked Switzerland. Oh, I see. Ireland. Okay. Yeah. We haven't done Ireland yet? Okay. Cool. No, right. we haven't done Ireland and we have not done Switzerland all right, sounds good. So, I picked out two lands. Yeah, I also wish it was next year. Um, I can already tell you who's winning. Uh, but uh, I hope it's in a country called Norway, actually. Do you know we have an email address? It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. That's right, we do. Have we gotten any emails this week? No, we did not. Um, hmm. Let's see. Uh, Jeremy posted on our Facebook just saying uh, he prefers uh, another digital citizen over the Bellas. So, yeah. From last year, oh, uh, last you. week, when we mentioned that, right. <laughs> we appreciate that, Jeremy. <laughs> We're more interesting than, than the Bellas. That's the best compliment I heard of our podcast. <laughs> and before we go into the TV round, can you tell me a little about Netflix, Luke? Uh, what I'm seeing here is you can no longer stream Netflix on Apple devices through AirPlay. Uh, no. Apple's wireless feature AirPlay to stream Netflix. Uh, we have some bad news. Netflix suddenly killed support for AirPlay, meaning you can no longer stream shows from one Apple device to another in most in the most convenient way. Netflix cites technical li limitations as a result of Apple allowing AirPlay to be used by the most major television brands later this year, but others see this as a retaliation against Apple for jumping into the streaming game with Apple TV. I see it as that. It, I'm, it, it probably has a lot to do with it. it, it then they Maybe they saw, oh, we have these technical things uh, that we can blame it on, and but we'll also, it's, yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, the assumption They're Netflix... Being, they are just being very, very, very salty. 
It says, honestly, the assumption that Netflix trying to screw over Apple seems seems like a borderline conspiracy theory. After all, Netflix saw <laughs> Apple's presentation of Apple TV+, Plus, then they should realize oh. that they have nothing to be scared of. <laughs> Wow, if, yeah. if they saw Apple TV Plus, then yeah, why would Netflix even be worried about it? Yeah, that's true. But was why was WWE ever worried about TNA? Hmm? They were. Mm-hmm. We all know it. At one they point, were. they were copying TNA's ideas even. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I can still see Netflix being uh, wanting to get ahead of the get ahead of it. You know what I mean? So. And the thing is, like, it's not that long till we have Disney um, Plus now, so... I mean, there's all these new streaming services that are coming out, and I would say 80%, if not more, of them are going to be gone in six months, right? Oh, yeah. They're totally going to fail, right. Because there's already so many established ones that people are already on and and are used to, they're not going to want to get a different one uh, or even or spend more money for an, an extra service, uh, especially when the Apple Plus, a lot of it is just content you can already get on Hulu or get mm-hmm. on other places. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, uh, it's 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 very. Uh, they are. I don't think I don't think Netflix is scared uh, of of uh, Apple. I think they are more afraid of of uh, Disney. I mean Disney Plus will be fucking big. Oh, I am going to to say it now. I think Disney having their own streaming services one of the most interesting things. I mean, I'm not at all interested in the uh, uh what, what is it that they have now? Uh with uh, I don't know what you're talking uh, about. Stre- they have a streaming service for uh, for some superhero um, superhero uh, makers. Uh, is it DC Plus? Uh, they call it. You got me. Yeah. No. Anyway, but it's it's just like uh, Disney. Disney. I'm actually interested in. Talking about things we've seen, this has been a week with not many premieres, but uh, I've seen a lot. It's just because this is a normal week. Last week was crazy. (laughs) So, like, this is a normal week. This isn't, uh, there's not a lot. It's just this is a normal week. Last week was nuts. That's why it feels uh, less than than normal. But, yeah, it was pretty standard. And also I saw a lot of wrestling this week. Yeah, that's true. We... Three days of wrestling in my uh, day makes it uh, less obvious that I'm going to watch uh, TV. But uh, the season premiere of Killing Eve was this week. I was very happy to see this coming back. Uh, It picked up just where we left it last season, so I was happy to see that. Uh, They didn't do any time jump or anything. Uh, They just uh, started where it ended last last uh, uh, time it ended and yeah I'm super excited to see it back I give it a 9 out of 10 I loved Killing Eve and I had it on my list of best shows I uh, it was my number one uh, show of last year okay um, season one finale of Warren there's only six episodes in this because it's a British show and they have 
incredibly short seasons. But yeah, that was mm-hmm. the season one finale of Warren. Uh, overall, I gave this a 5.0. It was pretty average in the middle kind of sitcom. Cool. I need to see it. I know you saw the first episode. Yeah, I, I saw the first episode, but I didn't see anything, anything after else. that. Right. There's only six no. episodes. You could breeze through this easy, especially since it's only a 25-minute show. Um, yeah. A very dry humor. It's about Warren, who's a dad, who's a driving instructor. Uh, and mm-hmm. he's a very grumpy man who's always trying to save a penny here and there. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was very funny, but pretty average as far as um, British sitcoms. So I gave it a five. Uh, I saw more. Thank God you're here from Australia. Season three I'm up to now out of four. It's not getting anything worse. Uh, I We talked to Grass Dragon, our... Uh, uh, Australian correspondent about this, and uh, I talked uh, to him about it, and yeah, it's it was very very big in Australia. <laughs> Let's see what else. Oh, um, Abby's I talked about last week. I'm definitely two episodes, and you're out on Abby's. Not a good show. <laughs> what we do in the shadows, episode two. Uh, what did you think? Oh, episode two. Uh, yeah, still good. Yeah, amazing. I really like this. This is uh, turning out to be one of my favorite shows of the year. Very, very funny. Uh, what else did I see? Fleabag season two. Uh, because I hadn't seen it. I had just seen season one. Okay. Uh, I give this whole season... Uh, seven and a half out of ten. Um. Oh right. Uh, there was a Bernie rally they they did live on the Young Turks on YouTube uh, in Iowa. Okay. And a pretty good Bernie rally. Uh, good speech from him. It's he hasn't had to change his speech. It's the exact same speech he did in two thousand sixteen. <laughs> the exact same speech, and he doesn't have to change it oh. because nothing's gotten any better in America. So it can you can just yeah. use the same speech because nothing's changed. <laughs> uh, how sad is that? I haven't watched anything more because I watched wrestling. That's not true because I know there's something else you watched. Uh, oh, but I also saw this show on CW from new show on CW in the okay. dark. In the dark. Uh, okay. It's about a blind girl. It says, blind 20-something Murphy is drifting through like life in a drunken haze uh, when one of her friends uh, gets murdered, uh, but then the body disappears. Rem- remind you, this is a blind lady, so she calls the police, but then the body disappears. She's blind. She doesn't know where it went. And so it starts out as the kind of um, this blind girl and her struggle to get through life, but by the end of the first episode, it turns into a murder mystery. I think you would really like the show, actually, Fro. I gave it a 6.5. Oh. What do you know that I watched this week? The Tick, season two. Ah. <laughs> season two of The Tick came out this week uh, on Amazon yes. Prime. Of course I did. I totally forgot. Uh, right. Uh, but I knew you would watch yeah. it because we hung out twice this week, and I know you talked about it yeah. on Sunday at least, at very least. Yes. Um, I saw the whole thing. How much of it did you get through? Uh, I've seen two episodes. 
Okay. Um, it's still you can still get a feel. Did you think this was better than the first season? Just from those episodes, yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought it was oh, yeah, better yeah. than the first season. Oh, um, mostly, I think, just because they didn't they didn't have to build a whole lot of character. All the characters are already built, and uh, I don't know. I was not super happy with the ending, but it's definitely setting up for a second or a third season, I guess. Sorry. Um, but the end of the first season, it felt like it really wrapped everything up, and there was this huge ending. This season, mm. there's not really a big, giant, climactic ending, but it, it there is, but it also sets up to go into a third season, so it's not as kind of like a, a giant finale like the first one was. Um, mm. But overall, I gave it a 7. I don't know if I already said that or not. I, I love how they start with the dinner party of, of uh, Tick's friend. <laughs> and, and his family reactions to him being a superhero and he has to talk to his boss about being a superhero right yeah like very very funny yeah the boss very, scene very, is very good yeah yeah very like <laughs> so like you can't work here and being a be, <laughs> be a superhero at the same time <laughs> very like uh, matter of fact uh, yeah okay. that was all I saw this week cool uh, and a lot of wrestling well wrestling we'll, we'll talk about, and uh, I've been we'll I'm, talk about I'm still watching Brooklyn Nine Nine I'm like right into the third season right now but I'm still it's still alright but it's just kind of a easy show to watch but you agree it get, gets better than the dismissable first season uh yeah I just got to the part um well yeah I just got into the, the third season and it definitely better but it, it levels out and it kind of maintains how good it is at least through the second right. season I, we'll see where it goes from there so yeah Oh, I totally agree. Hey, look, we were going to do movies and TVs that predicted the future this week. Uh, then we found out it is too much to cover just uh, the both things. Because we could sit here for an hour and just talk about both movies and TV. So we split it up. Right, we're going to do movies next week. We're going to do TV this week. Uh, so, yeah. Uh... TV as far as TV shows that predicted the future uh, one way or another. So there's lots of different examples of this, actually. Uh, that yes. you, you could just go look them up if you want, but we kind of came up with the ones that we found the most interesting, the two of us. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to start? I think Star Trek, just because it's a really old show. Yeah. is kind of a great place to start. Um... And I think there's a f few different things as far as Star Trek goes that you can mm. use as examples. But uh, one thing they they say uh, cell phones because the Star Trek communicator yep. or whatever is uh, was way before cell phones even existed. Um, I think that's an interesting one. <coughs> Yeah, and they use tablet computers, uh, they have uh, virtual reality, they have natural uh, language user interfaces like Siri and Alexa, and uh, oh, yeah. 3D printing, uh, if you 3D, go back to old 3D. Star Trek Enterprise, yeah. I want to say, they have the food 
the thing that creates food for them. It's like a 3D printer. One of the most interesting things uh, I I I I like I I am a huge trekker. I don't know about you. I watched I I watched uh, uh, all of the, the new Star Trek Discovery. I really liked it uh, as well. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you? I'm not a fan. No. 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 Uh, what I I think one of the good ones that we found this week was Gilmore Girls. Okay. Uh, in a, a 2004 episode, uh, Lorelai uh, is frustrated that her bow is all uh, away all summer. Yells to Luke before hanging up the phone. See you when Hillary's president. Okay. So, yeah. If Hillary won the election in November 2016, it would be in crazier con- uh, coincidence. But uh, as a limited series, it reveals uh, uh, that uh, it's 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 kind of funny. I don't think that's predicting <laughs> the future, bro. I think that's not predicting the future. But okay, uh, is it not? It, well, they said that Hillary was going to be president, and she wasn't president, right? Oh, what, wow. but th- what they're saying in this in the thing is they're saying. That'll, that won't happen, so he's saying, when Hillary becomes president, and then Hillary right. didn't become president. Okay, so I see right. that. I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jetsons, another old show that, uh, mm-hmm. obvious, it's going to have a lot of things that are futuristic, just by the fact that it's the Jetsons, but some examples are flat-screen TVs and Roombas, or like um, self-cleaning vacuum systems, really. Mm-hmm. Treadmill or dog treadmills, uh, talking alarm clocks or other ones. Uh, anything else that I'm not thinking of from from the Jetsons? No, but it, it they it, it's very very uh, obvious the one with flat screen TV. There's a very we, we uh, if you go to best uh, best sorry bestlifeonline.com/slash/tv-shows predicted the future you will see this and it's uh, uh, and and that's where we get the list. I uh, look maybe you will uh, print uh, give a link to this. In the podcast, this uh, isn't. I mean, this is no? one of many, many lists. We have multiple many. lists we're going many. off of, and yes. uh, YouTube videos, which I kind of compiled myself because for some YouTube videos, we can't really. Yeah. Right. So uh, the list we made a compiled list, and then we have th- these lists. So it's a combination of of different things, obviously. Yes, but it's very, it's very, 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 very good list. Uh, we could have a whole list just for The Simpsons. Should Actually, we go to some? Yeah, there is a whole list here. Uh, TheRap.com. Uh, yeah. Different, uh, let's see, sometimes The Simpsons predicted the future. I think the most obvious one, Donald Trump presidency. Uh, yep. 17 years ago in an episode titled Bart to the Future, Lisa becomes president after Donald Trump apparently ruined the economy. And if you go back and you look, watch that episode, there's this scene 
where he's coming down an escalator and this guy yep. drops a sign uh, on the balcony above and then there's real life footage of him announcing his presidency coming down an escalator and a guy drops a sign in the exact same spot like it's really 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 creepy uh, Disney owns Fox back in, in 1998 a quick scene in the Simpsons showed the 20th century Fox as a division of Walt Disney Company in the late 2017 Disney was uh, in deep talks and now is owned by Fox so uh, the Siegfried and Roy attack in 93 1993 an episode titled Springfield or how I learned to stop worrying and love legalized gambling Siegfried and Roy uh, like characters uh, got attacked by trustworthy tigers in 2003 Roy was then attacked by one of their white tigers during a live performance Mm -hmm. uh, faulty voting machines during uh, the 2012 election. A voting machine proved faulty when cast, uh, back, uh, cast for Barack Obama went to Mitt Romney instead. In a 2008 episode, Homer Simpsons went uh, to the voting booth to cast the vote for Obama, but it went to McCain instead. Let's see, where should we go next? I like uh, farm uh, Yardwork Simulator. Uh, virtual reality <laughs> game Farmville uh, was created in 2009. People rushing home from work at school to tend to their farms on Facebook, obviously. Mm -hmm. In 1998, mm -hmm. though, an episode of The Simpsons show a scene where kids are excited to play a Yardwork Simulator. And it's like a mm -hmm. VR Yardwork Simulator. And it was a joke back then. But now there actually are... Um, I had heard that farming simulator, like the farming, actual farming simulator, not, um, uh, what do you call it, Farmville, there's an actual farming simulator, and it, it just recently was put on the uh, uh, professional gaming tour as one of the games that people could play on there. <laughs> Smartwatches. Uh... Uh, sorry, Apple, but uh, The Simpsons uh, had smartwatches first in the 99.5 episode, which uh, is shown to have uh, settled in the future. Lisa's husband is shown speaking to the phone on his wrist. Uh, the first uh, smartwatch wasn't even created in 2013. There's actually something... As far as smartwatches go, uh, in our movie section that predates this by five years, as far as smartwatches right. go, we'll, we'll talk about that next week, though. Um, yeah. Uh, what's, a, what's a good one? I like a Guitar Hero. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now basically an extinct video game, but uh, it was first released in 2005. But in 2002, The Simpsons episode... Uh, released an episode where Mick Jagger and Keith Richards gave Homer a jacket that has Guitar Hero printed on the back of it. That one seems a little bit yeah. more maybe coincidental, but... Yeah. Horse Meat Scandal in a 1994 episode entitled Sweet Seymour Skinner's Badass Song. The lunch lady has seen reaching into a barrel labeled a sausage horse parts and putting it meat into the school, uh, school lunch pot. In 2013, it was reported that traces of horse DNA was found in beef 
products across the UK. Uh, in 2010, uh, in a 2010 episode, Milhouse predicted predicted that Bent R. Holstrom would win a Nobel po- Prize in economics. In 2016, Holstrom and, uh, and Oliver Hart were announced as joint winners of the prize. That is so, so fucking strange. Very strange, yeah. yeah. I think that's a good pick. Oh, I like Horse Meat Scandal in 94, uh, an episode, uh, the lunch lady was seen. I said it. Oh, you said said that one, okay. Yes. Then, yeah, I think uh, that that was the only other one. And we did Disney Owns Fox. Oh, that was the first one we did. So, yeah, we we totally covered that. Uh, The Simpsons (laughs) is one of the more prevalent ones as far as, I mean, there's Star Trek and The Simpsons and, uh, what was the other one I just said? Um... the Jetsons, which I think jo- mm. Star Trek and Jetsons are like, there's a lot, it's pretty obvious because they're set in the future. So it's they're trying to create futuristic looking things. So the chances of them getting it correct in that, but The Simpsons is not based in the future, and yet it's still predicting these kind of things. You know what I mean? It's a little more uh, interesting to me because I look at Star Trek and The Jetsons and I go, well, maybe the guy who invented Roomba's was just watching the Jetsons and went, hey, I can make that. You know what I mean? And that's less interesting than, uh, especially the Trump thing in The Simpsons. I don't know. What do you think about that idea? No, I, I, I totally agree. How much do you think that, like, some of the things that were invented in the future were just influenced by these shows in the past? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's very... I mean, if you uh, look at uh, uh, especially the flat screen TV from the Jetsons, that's just how flat screen TVs look like right now. Right, but but they are, but it is a futuristic show, so they're trying to create something that looks futuristic. Uh, So, yeah, but then how many, like, right, then the person who is, I'm going to make a new TV, and they're, kid is watching a episodes of the episode of the Jetsons in the background mm-hmm. and they're trying to come up mm-hmm. with this new plan. How do I what do I do with the TV? How do I change it so that it's different like instead of these tube TVs that we have and then they see the Jetsons is there a chance that they went that's the idea. That's the idea I need, you know? Like but <laughs> yeah. we're never going to know that. No. Uh well unless we found out who invented the flat screen and see if that was actually any kind of uh, inspiration to him, I guess, if he actually said that. But I think uh, yeah. X Files is another good example. Let's see. X Files, so good example. Uh, also, also one of my favorite shows. Yeah, it's one uh, one of those shows that definitely was before uh, ahead of its time, I guess. But nine uh, eleven was predicted. Uh, yep. If you've ever that's that's kind of a big one, I guess. Uh, what was the episode called? Let me find out what the episode was called. I think it's The Lone Gunman. Right, The Lone Gunman. There you go. Uh, yes. And, and the the people who are like their, the conspiracy theory guys, one of them is talking about uh, Osama Bin Laden or something like that. And mm. basically everything he said came true. Uh, that was in X-Files. Uh, the Chris Rock show predicts O.J. Simpson book. When O.J. Simpson published his hypothetical confection, if I did it in 2007, uh, the world would scarcely believe it. The title felt like a parody. 
Who could uh, imagine the juice would do something ridiculous and so imbecile? Well, Chris Rock, that's who. In 1999, the comedian was starring in his own HBO series called The Chris Rock Show. And one of his skits uh, featured uh, uh, Chris Rock uh, resembling about his past guest who included the film NFL star to plug his book... And that was called, I did not kill my wife, but if I did it, here is how I, uh, I do it. So the title was very, very close to what really, really. Yeah, again, this is like, what if OJ just saw that special and went, <laughs> oh, that could be the name of my book. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. like that, the, this is the thing that I'm, I kind of wonder about all these things is how much... Those the things in the future were actually just um, influenced by these things in movies and TV. But uh, some of them, it's impossible for it to be an influence. Uh, It has to either be a guess or somebody knew something in advance. Uh, uh, One that definitely is a guess, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, episode 18, right? Yes. Season 3, episode 18, called Earshot. Earshot, yeah. Uh, which it turned out to be about a kid uh, in the lunchroom. Buffy hears overhears someone planning to kill all the students in the school. She tells everyone to get organized and to find out who the killer is. Um, this originally scheduled to broadcast in sep- oh, September uh, was postponed due to the Columbine High School Massacre, April 20th, 1999. Hmm. Oh, I see. It was supposed to be in April, and it was postponed till September, right? So, yeah, it was supposed to come out almost in, a, a, I think, less than a week after the Columbine thing happened. So they had to yeah. postpone it, but they had already shot this TV show before the Columbine thing had happened. Uh, Star Trek: uh, Deep Space Nine predicts Google Glass. I don't. I like that. Uh, in the 1997 episodes, Rocks and Schultz characters are introduced to virtual display device that allows them to see outside their uh, immediate location. And uh, according to Oscar, Captain Cisco uh, has uh, at least one effect, headaches. <laughs> uh, let's so, see. That's kind of funny. Uh, where am I going next? Family Guy predicts Bruce Jenner uh, sex change? Yes. Uh so. This is a weird one, uh, because yes. I feel like there must have been somebody that has some kind of inside uh, knowledge of what was going on with their family or yeah. something, uh, because if Stewie actually comes out and says, uh, or Brian says something about Bruce Jenner, uh, and Stewie says it's a woman, and Brian goes, Bruce Jenner is a woman, and Stewie says something to the effect of, oh, yes, he is, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. way before he ever uh, announced or uh, had his uh, transition. Uh, Quantum Leap predicts Super Bowl 30. One thing is to predict the Super Bowl winner, but another entirely is to predict the final score full six years before the game is even played. That's happened during the 1990 game 
has uh, even been played uh, episodes uh, of Quantum Leap, a time traveling show about the scientist who leaps into a time period. In the second season, the lead character ventures into the year 1996 and is up watching the Super Bowl where he mentioned that the Pittsburgh Steelers are three points behind. Fast forwarding six years later, and not only are the, the Steelers into the Super Bowl, but uh, uh, at one point during the game, they were losing to the Cowboys 20 to 17. Uh, back to Star Trek real quick. Uh, we missed the moon landing. Uh, Star Trek yeah. predicted the moon landing uh, in 1967 in an episode called Tomorrow is Yesterday. The Enterprise jumps back in time to 1969. It picks up a radio transmission from NASA in which they overhear words about astronauts blasting off from Cape Kennedy for mankind's first moon landing. Whether the writers just randomly picked 1969 or if they actually knew something we didn't is anybody's guess. Uh, Scrubs uh, predicts whereabouts of uh, Osama bin Laden. Uh, the janitor, like, seemingly just says we should l l look for bin Laden in Pakistan. And there is where he was found in Pakistan. When was MySpace invented? Founded in 2003. Okay, just making sure for this next one. Friends predicts Facebook, but of course, uh, MySpace was invented in 2003, so this actually doesn't work if you think about it, because Ross, on Friends, Ross in introduced his pal Chandler in 2003 to a new website designed exclusively for college students, something that Facebook would introduce a year later. He called it a place to post messages for people letting everyone know what you're up to. Yeah, that doesn't really work. Right, only because... Right, but they're... People forget MySpace even existed. So they're just equating yeah. it to Facebook. But MySpace already existed uh, in 2003. So, yeah. Um, the $6 million man uh, predicts bionetic limbs. Prosthetics, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um... And uh, they uh, worked on uh, uh, robotics and pro, uh, prosthetic are increasingly becoming reality. And uh, in, this, in the uh, 70s, this show was made, right? Six billion dollar man. What about it? Sorry. It was made in the 70s. Jeez, probably before then. I'd have to actually oh. look it up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 he guts, he gets limbs from uh, Bionics. Uh, I also like the Thunderbirds one. <laughs> Did you see that one? That they predicted Skype? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. 73. Yep. Oh, 73, yeah. Among many uh, technical marvels was a communication device worked like a phone, but uh, with a TV screen that let you look and the other person you were calling. 50 years later, even your grandparents is using Skype, FaceTime, or Google Hangouts. Uh, this is an interesting one. Spooks. In 2000, 
five, a, f a show filmed an episode about terrorists trying to bomb a train station in London. Exactly, yeah. exactly one month later, actual terrorists uh, did the same thing, only succeeded, killing 52 people and injuring 500. Even more chilling, the fictional terrorists and spooks tried to detonate it at King's Cross Station, the exact same spot the real terrorists used. The creators of the show were so disturbed they br briefly considered pulling the episode completely, but eventually opted to include a disclaimer at the beginning, assuring viewers that what they were about to see wasn't based on real events. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Scandal predicts that Edward Snowden saga. <laughs> we have been addicted to the political uh, trailer since it's premiered in 2012. Uh, but uh, there was especially uh, one uh, episode during season two, which Olivia Pipe, played by Kerry uh, Washington, helps. Uh, an NSA uh, agent with stolen information that proves the government is spying on American citizens out. Yeah, actually, there's a lot of comparisons to Snowden that I saw to X-Files as well. Just the characters mm -hmm. of Muller and Scully and how they are, especially towards the end of X-Files, they're working against the government and the government's working against them, you know what I mean? To try to hide yeah. things. And so the comparisons of Snowden working against them and they're trying to hide things, I mean the government, is a very good comparison to make there. One that's not on any of these lists, bro, that I thought of myself, Knight Rider and yeah. self-driving Teslas. Talking car, yeah, the talking car and the... Self-driving, self yeah, exactly. Yeah. Another interesting one, Monty Python predicts furries. <laughs> yeah, I saw this one. A uh, sketch from the second ever episode of Monty Python's Flying Circus, uh, which took on the mouse problem, a fictional phenomenon in, when, in which men dressed up as m mice and went to parties to eat cheese together and squeak. A, a psychologist asked at one point, how many of us can honestly say that one, at one time or another hasn't felt sexually attracted to mice? I know I have. <laughs> <laughs> the sketch first aired in 1969 uh, in 2018 where the furry subculture uh, exists in which people dress up like anthropomorphic animals. Right. Yeah. Uh, one of my other ones was, uh, uh, Dollhouse, uh, um, uh, it is, uh, it, it's a very, uh, it's a sci-fi drama, uh, set in the 2020s, a particular Dollhouse, uh, refers to a place where people, like, uh, are, uh, heroin, Echo are kept, mind wiped clean and over again rented out uh, to wealthy uh, things. But humanity is tricking this as this uh, technology spreading out wipe out those predictions. We are unlikely to get to the point that this as a yet a yet real world, but an android. Uh, uh, capabilities are uh, increasing. The same with Westworld, almost, we, we should say. Uh, let's see. I'm kind of running out, but Max Headroom, which was a show in the mm -hmm. 80s, uh, 
predicted internet advertising. Uh, new Coke was a thing that was on there that they used to shill. Uh, they used this show to kind of shill New Coke to give you an idea when the show came out, I guess. Uh, but as it turns out, the show was also giving hints about future in which it bombarded with internet advertising, where terrorists would become reality stars and new crime empires would be built in virtual spaces. Uh, so it also uh, kind of, there's things before this that predicted it as well, but it predicted reality TV also. Laughing uh, predicts the fall of the Berlin world. Uh, News of the Future is a recurring segment. The wildly popular comedy uh, showcase Rowan and Martin's Laughing, which ran between 1968 and 1972. Supposed to be pure satire, obviously, uh, weren't reporting on the future. Expect for one instance that they get exactly clear where they say, there was dancing in the streets today as the Eastern German <laughs> Germany finally tore down the Berlin War. So, and uh, the wall uh, went down in 89. So, from 72 to 89. That's pretty... <laughs> that's pretty good uh, predictions. Um... I'm, I think that's pretty good. You see any other ones you want to... Yeah. No. I guess uh, Mr. Robot. That's a kind of an interesting one. Uh, yeah. Mr. Robot predicts Ashley Madison hack. Uh, Mr. Robot creator Sam Esmol uh, insisted it wasn't wasn't a last-minute addition and that the Ashley Madison storyline in his wasn't in the original script of the show. Uh, he thought he was overdoing it, he said. He eventually put the fictional website hack back into the show before learning that his made-up character wasn't the only one having his own extramarital ambitions exposed. Uh, the uh, Then, just weeks after the same... Just weeks after the episode, the same site was actually hacked and user information yeah. was leaked online. Yeah. yeah I, I remember uh, that. Yeah, for sure. I, I actually don't yeah. remember that. Sh I, mean, I was watching the show at the time, but I don't remember that being before. But that, that's interesting, yeah. Yeah. All right, anything else? No, I think we, we picked some good ones. Yeah, uh, let's do a wrap-up, like our final thoughts. I think the most interesting thing that I, got me thinking about is the thing I mentioned earlier is, is were these things predicted? Or were they influencers of the future? Were they right. influencing things that happened in the future, or were they predicting things that happened in the future? And I think it's hard to say whether it was one or the other without mm. really, really diving deep into like each individual um, case that we're covering here. No, I, I totally agree, and I think... Uh Simpsons is uh, the king of predicting uh, things in the future. I think my price of pre predicting the future uh, mostly correct goes to the Simpsons. Right. I, yeah. I'm. Yeah. I can't really. As far as like the number of different predictions, it definitely goes to the Simpsons. Wrestling, 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 and more wrestling. Uh, I think we saw some wrestling this week. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. 
WrestleMania was <laughs> seven and a half hours long. Yep. And then uh, NXT was two hours long, right? So that's yeah, a little, little over two hours. So we'll say ten hours just in those two things, and then yeah. What else did you watch? I watched ROH, uh, New Japan show uh, from Madison's uh, Square Garden with uh, uh, Stephen and also with uh, uh, I want to say Jason. Why? Why? Why do I want to say Jason? I have nobody that I know. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, uh, we don't know anybody oh, named Jason. Yeah, it's so so weird, and it's like Jeremy. I, Jeremy and Jason isn't like even close. Start with a yeah, J. So I, yeah, but yeah, I, I saw it with Jeremy and Stephen. Yeah, okay. New Depatro. very very good. Uh, what did you think about NXT? What would you give it? Out of 10? Oh, out of 10? Probably an 8. Yeah. I would uh, give 8 out of 10 uh, to that. And I would give uh, 8 and, uh, out of 10 uh, um, to the ROH show, actually. I thought it was on the same level of, uh, of uh, interest and very, very good. One of one of the matches of the ROH uh, was better than uh, all the others, but it's always like that when you have New Japan and ROH stuff together. It's always sure. the New Japan thing that's better. <laughs> sure. Uh, but what did you think about WrestleMania? What score would you give WrestleMania all over out of ten? Oh, geez, is I don't even know if you can score something this long. It's like. I can score different parts of it, but I don't think I can score it as a whole. I guess it's. Uh, I'm thinking of old, re- old past WrestleManias. This was better than like the last couple years as far as like entertainment value, but at the yeah. same time, a lot of face wins, not a lot of interesting story. There was no, no like turns. Nobody turned from face to heel or heel, heel to face or anything like that. So there's nothing interesting like that happened. Uh, I'll give it a six point five, maybe a seven. Yeah, I would. I would give it a seven. Yeah, I was just going to say seven. Okay, let's go through the results. Jesus Christ, we have just sixteen matches to talk about. Uh, Tony Nese defeated Beverly Murphy. Uh, you got a point there. Carmella won the last elimination, uh, eliminating Sarah Logan. All right, you got a point there. I'm so happy about that win. You have no clue. Uh, Kirk uh, Hawkins and Sakurai defeated the Revival. We didn't bet on that. Right, yeah, okay. I was looking for it. Yeah, we didn't bet on that. <laughs> no, because that wasn't on there. Braun Strowman uh, won by eliminating calling Just from... Uh, what is he known from? Saturday Night Live? Live, right. Uh yeah. The news anchor guys, uh, yeah, we nobody got a point there. Seth Rollins defeated Brock Lesnar. Uh, oh, you got a point there. AJ Styles defeated Randy Orton. I got a point there. 
The Usos defeated uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet, Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura, and The Bar. Neither of us got a point. Shane defeated The Miz. Uh, right, we both said The Miz, actually, so no no points there. Yeah, The Iconics defeated The Boston Hog Connection, and uh, Nia Jackson Tamina, and Beth Phoenix and Natalia. And I got a point there. I was happy about that one. Very happy, yes. Kofi Kingston defeated uh, Daniel Bryan. Uh, right. Uh, I can't... Oh, yeah, we both got a point there. Samoa Joe defeated Rey Mysterio. We both got a point there. Roman Reigns defeated Drew McIntyre. Both got a point there. We're on a roll. Triple H, yes. Triple H defeated Baptista. Oh, we both got a point there. But for some reason, I had written down that we both got it wrong. I don't know why. Wow. Uh, Baron Corbin defeated Kurt Angle. Uh, you got a point there. Finn Balor defeated Bobby Lashley. You got a point there. And Becky Lynch defeated Ronda Rousey and Ric Flair. Uh, see what Charlotte I did there? Flair. Rick, <laughs> it was a callback from last week because I said Ric Flair last week. Yes. And you got a point there. Right. Uh, yeah. Overall, <clears throat> I got five correct and you got nine correct, making you the winner. Wow. Shit. Talk about winning. Uh, look, we're doing a terrible movie. Um, I saw five minutes of this movie and I was like, okay. Um, have you heard about The Silence? No. What? It's a Netflix movie. Is it a documentary or what is this? N- no. <laughs> the Silence is, is, uh, 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 what was that horror movie called that everybody loves? Uh, uh, where you have to be silent all the time. Bird Box? No. The Quiet no, Place. The where... Sorry? The Quiet Place. The Quiet Place, yes. Yeah. Uh, so this is The Quiet Place uh, ripoff. <laughs> Just from <laughs> Netflix. Yeah. Okay, and we're going to review it, I guess? Yes, we right. are going to review it, and uh, we will uh, talk about it because uh, uh, I, I I looked at it for five minutes and I was like, okay, we need to do this. It has a five point four out of ten on IMDb. If you want to do it, and uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it uh, doesn't have a fucking score. Oh, okay. Maybe <laughs> yeah. it's, maybe it's new. Is it new? Uh, yeah. Okay, so maybe it just doesn't have a score yet. Uh, yeah. But we're not going to do that for three weeks, I think, so maybe it'll have a score by then. Maybe. Oh my gosh, so much longer uh, than that. I think we're not doing it for five weeks. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. yeah. A lot of things got bumped because we split these two things, <clears throat> and then we have a, a guest coming on in three weeks, so. But it has Stanley Tucci in one of the main roles, so. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll check it out. Horror movie. Cool. 
what do you we do want to talk about next? Movie round. Uh, movies? Yeah. Movies. Talking about movies. Uh, yeah. What have you, you seen it? I saw some have movies. Have you seen movies? Yeah. I saw a movie <laughs> on Netflix and I saw a movie on Hulu, actually. Okay. Uh, Why don't you start? I started... Uh, I guess uh, the first movie I saw uh, was on Netflix. It was called The Legend of Cocaine Island. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Tell me about this. This is a documentary, right? It's a story documentary. So it's not It's a, It's not your typical documentary. It's, mo- it's got a story... It's a documentary about a story. Um, mm. So there... It, other documentaries are a lot more fact-driven. I think this is a lot... There's a lot of story um, elements in this just because it's about a story. So it's... Uh, instead of you sitting down with these scientists or something talking facts about whatever the topic is in your documentary, these people are telling mm. telling stories about the past um, that are true or could be true. Some of them might not be true. It's very up in the air. It's a it's a legend. It's a tale. That's why it's called The Legend of Cocaine Island. Um, but then there's also facts that back up a lot of it as well. So it's just an interesting story. It's about a guy who moves... Uh, to a small town who used to be really rich, but then the 2008 uh, economic crash happened. He moves to this small neighborhood in the south and meets this guy who has this crazy story he tells all the time whenever they're like around the campfire or whatever. He, the, he always tells this story over and over again. And then one time, this guy is staying with him and he hears the story and goes, well, what if that's real? And it's a treasure story. And then it goes from there. They go treasure hunting. Yeah, it's a very interesting, good documentary. I I think you would really enjoy it. I gave this a, a 7. Cool. I saw Artsy Fartsy shit movie on Netflix this week uh, called The Unicorn Store. Or Unicorn Store, I should say. It's about this uh, painter portrayed by Brie Larson. It has Samuel Jackson and Joe Cusack in it. And it's so artsy, fartsy, fartsy, shitty movie uh, about this uh, painter that goes uh, to a store uh, to adopt a unicorn. And uh, yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh-huh. So is it fa- is it like a fantasy kind of movie? It's shitty. That's what it is. <laughs> okay. uh, I gave it a two out of ten. I think. Maybe a one. I like Samuel L. Jackson in it because he's crazy in this movie. Oh, uh, I, I mean, give he's him good. A yeah. Point. yeah, he's always good. Uh, I give him an, a point and I also give the movie a point because I didn't turn it off, I guess. Alright, I, um... Fantastic I saw... movie. I thought you said you hated it. <laughs> Fantastic movie. So sarcastic. Okay, there you go. Um, yeah. I saw a movie on Hulu. Is a new one. It's called I'm Just Fucking With You. Oh, a horror movie. You? Oh. Uh, I think okay. you would enjoy this. For, oh, I, I know you like. It's kind of a horror thriller. It's about a guy who who is a uh, troll, and he's going to his ex girlfriend's wedding. Uh. And he stops at this hotel, and all of a sudden, 
everything goes crazy with he starts meeting the people at this really weird hotel and everything goes haywire from there uh it turns into a horror movie and actually the ending is very very cool i really like the ending because it's just you didn't see it coming kind of uh or i didn't see it coming i should say so i gave this a 6.5 nice yeah, I mean, the uh, acting you... was maybe not the best in the world, but the story was very interesting. Some of the editing was a little weird, but the cinematography was really good. So it was it was a... I wouldn't say it was hit and miss, but I think you, Fro, specifically would really enjoy it. Because it's just crazy. It's out there. Yeah. I really want to see this. Uh, you saw The Highwayman uh, last week or something? The Highwaymen, right, yeah. Yes. Uh, I decided to watch it. Uh, it has Kevin Costner, Woody Harrelson, and Kathy Bates in it. Uh, it's an okay movie. Uh, it, it, it's nothing very special. Um, I think Woody Harrelson does a better role than Kevin Costner in this movie, for sure. I would uh, agree with you. Uh, but uh, I, I really liked uh, Kathy Bates in it. Uh, you didn't say she was in it, so I was a little surprised when she showed up. I completely had forgotten last week. I mean, she's in, yeah. she's in it, but I would say she's more of a minor character than some of the other characters. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I would give it a six point five. Okay. Yeah. Highwayman. Uh, I'm sure other people would like it more than me. I, there were certain things that I just felt like. We're a little weird about it because it kind of felt like what did they... you give it? Ew, let me go back and look. I wrote it down. I just felt like uh, they the whole idea of them murdering these people they made a mm -hmm. little bit of light of it, but at the same time, at the end, the whole scene with the the crowd around the car fro that was very very right. interesting. I gave it a three point five. Oh yeah, yeah, and I gave it six point five. So that's double. Uh, yes, I like uh, double as much as you did. Uh, not quite double, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> almost. Yeah, that's that's the two only movies I saw this week. Yep, those are the movies I saw as well. Because wrestling, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've seen so much wrestling this week. Do uh, you want to hear the audio trailer for Shazam? David Bats. Oh, birds. I choose you as a champion. Okay. My name so my powers will become yours. Just Are you for real? <laughs> Say my name. Uh. Wow, it did exactly what you did, Fro, so I guess that is how you say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy, right? What are your superpowers? Superpowers, dude? I don't even know how to pee in this thing. <laughs> I have a feeling I like this more than most superhero movies, it looks like, already. Just because it's more comedy. Yeah. Electricity manipulation. Hyperspeed. I'd like to purchase some of your finest beer, please. And this is Chuck, right? The Yeah. This character here. Yeah. My name is who? My name is. 
is Captain Sparkle. I never liked this Eminem song. I like it. I, yeah, I never was a fan of that specific Eminem song. You literally did the opposite of what a superhero is supposed to do. You're him. You're the hero. You're welcome for not getting robbed. Basically <laughs> fifteen. Okay. Yeah, you electrocuted a bus and almost killed these people. So it's kind of like big. <laughs> pretty good it's like a combination between a superhero movie, movie uh, and big remember the yeah. Tom Hanks movie big yeah, yeah. it's very yeah. kind of similar I guess in a way uh, but let's see what let's see what this movie is all about of course yeah, I don't have this. the thing up Ugh. so I'm buying oh, oh, time oh, oh, right oh, now oh, okay look what is this Oscar nominated movie all about uh, we all have a superhero inside of us. It just takes a bit of magic to bring it out. Uh, in 14-year-old Billy Batson's case, uh, all he needs it all he needs to do is shout out one word to transform into the uh, adult superhero Shazam. Still a kid at heart, Shazam reveals in a new version reveals a new version of himself by doing what any other teen would do: have fun while testing out their newfound superpowers. Uh, wow, 91% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.7 7 out of 10 on IMDb, 71% on Metacritic, 93% of Google users enjoyed this film. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, uh, can I go first? Sure. I have some interesting, uh, I have some very, very, very interesting uh, things about uh, Shazam here. Okay. Okay. Our mission is to help people recognize and engage uh, with the world around them. Shazam is a mobile app that recognizes music and TV around us. It's the best way to discover, explore, and share the music and TV you love. Shazam connects with more than one billion people. Oh. <laughs> this is an app. What? Uh, the, I did the same the thing. App. I looked. I looked it up. I looked up Shazam on oh. Google, and the first thing that comes up is an app. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, that was the kind of the gimmick here. Yeah. I knew it was an app, yes. Uh, okay, uh, you can go first. Uh, I went to the Facebook, of course. Robert Branch. That's I looked up Shazam Facebook and it took me to the Shazam app Facebook and then but you have to put the <laughs> you have to put the exclamation mark at the end, otherwise you're gonna get the app. Uh, Robert Branch says the movie was good. But I was a little disappointed. I think they had, I think they cast the wrong guy. He put that in the wrong order. I think they cast the wrong guy to play Shazam and made and made this for little kids. Also, I think the lack of, of character development with the villain and the hero, uh, with all the minor flaws of the movie, it's still good to see with your family. Yeah, uh, just to. Uh, to tell you something, look, there's a video out on YouTube uh, where uh, the actor of Shazam is uh, playing uh, against 
the app Shazam to find uh, his uh, music on the React channel. I will link it to you. Okay. And you can watch it afterwards. Sure. But uh, yeah, uh, I I found uh, it was very hard to find a bad <laughs> review of this because like people are like amazing, oh so good. But I found Brandon H said uh, uh, two stars. It was just okay for me. Zachary Levy uh, performs uh, was largely disconnected from his child counterpart. This no way resembles the same person. That said, uh, the children were ma- um, uh, were great. Mark Strong as Doctor Savannah worked well. The highlights of the movie was. Megan's Godot masterful performance as adult Darla. A lot point was a uh, lot of Levi's performance, the entire too long testing powers out bit, and a bit of uh, pure uh, hardness either as Shazam or Billy for most of the movie, and downright respectful Superman cameo. All uh, considered, it was a solid win for DC. Not my cup of tea. I don't care for silly comic book movies. So why the fuck did you watch it then? <laughs> I got one from Storm Valamara. This movie sucks. Too much comedy, and worst of all, uh, there was way too many Shazams. Really? That sucks. One of the worst stupid DC movies ever. Oh my god, why I hate this so much. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh, I, I, I think she really liked it, Luke. I'm not sure if it was a guy or a girl, but yeah. Um. Uh, uh, half point from J.R. and Nibi, and it said, it's the same Fantastic Four Part 1 with Jessica Alba. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Jerry Waltz says, uh, the poster of Shazam blowing a bubble made me not want to see this movie, but I'm glad I did. Why would the post... What What is about, about a guy blowing a bubble makes you not want to see a movie? I don't understand that at all. Because he's blowing up your bubble. See? No, I don't. Uh, the action, once they got to it, was great, though, and I love the foster family dynamics. A- and that DC kept the politics out. Yeah, I, I read that a, lo- a lot of uh, places. <clears throat> but uh, five star... Uh, para me la mucho trauza DC es nuevo es universito exadio. I agree. Mm-hmm. Do you have one in French? Because <laughs> because France. <laughs> because French, yes. No, I don't. Merci beaucoup. <laughs> All right, some other movies coming out. Uh, I guess I'll start with the best of enemies. A true story of the unlikely French uh, relationship between Anne Atwater and an outspoken civil rights activist. Oh, an outspoken civil rights activist and C.P. Ellis, a local Ku Klux Klan leader. During the racially Ooh. charged summer of 1971, Atwater and Ellis come together to co-chair a community summit on the desegregation of schools in in, uh, in Durham, North Carolina. Uh, 51% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7 out of 10 on IMDb. 0.5 out of 4 from Roger Ebert. Uh, mm-hmm. Directed by Robin Bissell. Uh, got Sam Rockwell. Uh, oh, I like him. 
Wes Bentley, uh, Tarja P. Henson, Bruce McGill, who you would know Ooh. if you saw him. Uh, anybody else big I need to mention? No, not really. That's about it. Another movie coming out this week was Pet Cemetery, uh, directed by Kevin Colcher and Denise Weidmeier. Weidmeier. Uh, both sounds very German. Uh, <laughs> this is a horror movie. 72% of Google users like this movie. 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. And 58% on Rotten Tomatoes. It has Jason Clark, John Licto, Amo Simmons, and Jeter Lawrence in it, and Naomi Frontier. And uh, it's uh, a new imagination of the old Pet Cemetery uh, movie. So if if you haven't seen that, you should see that. It's a, an okay movie. But uh, Luke Reed and his wife Rachel moves to a house uh, in the country with his two kids, Gage and Ellie. Rumors about a mystical uh, uh, cemetery in the near future uh, where the kids uh, bear their pets. So that's uh, what it's all about. All right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's, Which uh, of these movies would you want to see? I was going to say, that's probably the movie I'd rather... I, yeah, Pet Cemetery. I think, is the movie I'd see, but The Best of Enemies still does look like a very good film. Um, I wouldn't be surprised no. if this will, be, The Best of Enemies, we see that in some award nominations at the end of the year. Yeah, I will go with The Best of Enemies, actually. Okay. I'm yeah, more interested in really. seeing Pet Cemetery, but Best of Enemies looks more uh, like a quality film, if that makes any right. sense. Yeah, I would rather see Shazam than Pet Cemetery, to be honest. Really? Okay. Yeah, that's oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, because of the trailers, I've seen the trailer for Pet Cemetery, and then I also seen Pet Cemetery before. <laughs> that's I mean, true, I guess. And the old version is actually pretty good. I think it's actually, well, it's good and bad. It's good. It, it, I think it's funny to laugh at, at per certain parts that are really silly, yeah, especially towards maybe. the end of the film. The whole yeah. uh, end scene is kind of hilarious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, just because, well, maybe it wasn't hilarious then, but you see the special effects now compared to then, and, and it's hilarious, right? So. Mm. Any news that we haven't spoken about? We, I think we spoke of all news in the beginning, didn't we? Oh, the Norway video uh, that I sent you from, wh where is it? Oh, yeah. Uh, where was it? Tromso? I don't know how to say it. Tromso. Right. Which we talked about in yes. the past when we did... Harp conspiracy. Uh, there is like mm -hmm. a harp place there, but they sent up some rockets into the air to study the aurora borealis, right? And yes. it made this incredibly crazy-looking light show that somebody filmed. Uh, so look up online. Go ahead and look up uh, aurora borealis Norway rockets, uh, and mm -hmm. you'll be able to find that video. It looks very, very cool. And very cool looking. Uh, 
Oh, did you hear about WWE or the WrestleMania show? People were at the arena unable to leave because of like they went too long and all the Uber people left and there weren't wasn't any buses running or something. So people were stuck outside the arena till like five in the oh, morning no. or something crazy like that. Oh, poor people. Did you see uh, Raw or SmackDown recap? Uh, only the Raw one. I, I haven't gotten to SmackDown yet. Okay. Uh, Undertaker coming back at Raw. Yep. Uh, and then we had uh, the the new the guy from NXT, the big bald guy. He's coming in. Yeah. Which not surprised. I was expecting him to show up for this. The one thing that was yeah. strange to me is no Roman Reigns on Raw. But yeah. I think it's they didn't They're want him really to get strange. booed because they know it's it's the the raw yeah. after WrestleMania and those uh, are that's the crowd that now. that might yeah. have booed him if anybody was going to. No, um, John, John Cena either. Yeah, I'm not super surprised by that, but Roman oh. Reigns, I'm a little more surprised by. Mm. But it didn't seem like the after Raw, after WrestleMania Raw that in the past was where it was super duper smarky. No. This crowd seemed a little more tame, I guess is a good word for it than past after WrestleMania raw crowds. And Dean Ambrose had his last match in WWE. That was kind of sad. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I guess so. There was a little like a uh, shield reunion. There's a, Video that WWE posted, oh, uh, really? where 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 they take goodbye uh, to Dean Ambrose. Well, if they did that, I don't think he's going to AEW. Uh, I'm thinking he's going to be in the backstage doing backstage stuff. Is my guess, but maybe uh, next week we will talk news of the week. We will not do WrestleMania results again, if that's okay by you. Oh, did I leave that there? Yeah, my bad. Do you mind? Do you mind if we do not do that again? We can do it again if you if we really wanted to, though. <laughs> True. Uh, we will do your vision uh, with the two countries that I said, uh, and I was so proud of myself. Ireland uh, and Switzerland. Oh, you good memory. Yeah? It is Ireland and Switzerland. Okay. Yes. Uh, then we will do uh, uh, another digital review of Little. Is this the, a little a movie? or? It's a film of some type? Is it a big movie? This little movie? <laughs> it's, it's like, it would be funny if it was seven hours long, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and talking about movies, we will do movies that predicted the future. Yeah, do the yeah. other half of this, and uh, it's a lot of. I think there's more movies that predict the future than there are TV shows, to be honest. So I think it's going to even be a longer segment than the last one. But hopefully, everybody liked the TV one. We're doing movies next week, and uh, we will do news of the week. I am going to predict something, maybe about the Russia collusion thing, maybe, maybe. I think, yeah, unless it comes out, like, the day of, and we don't have time to, like, do any research on it, uh, we'll mm -hmm. cover that next week. Yeah, I, ho I hope we will have time. I bet you anything it comes out on Sunday. Uh, uh, that's my guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs>
Do you think so? Is that where when they usually? That's, that's when they put out the other le, the other letter came out on Sunday, and I oh, think yeah, that's I, true. I think the strategy is to keep it off the internet. And so that CNN and MSNBC and Fox, they have the first crack at it because everybody's off mm. on Sunday on the internet. Uh, mm. All the news, uh, different news channels on YouTube and this and that. So, yeah, that's my thought is that the whole idea is put it out on Sunday when we know CNN's going to be there, but everybody else is going to be busy. So, Probably. Well... Uh, from United States of America, his name is Luke. Uh, from Norway, my name is Fro. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.